good afternoon, <laughs> good evening. I keep saying it and I keep saying good afternoon. Let's just say, I'm going to just say welcome back to the shop, to the Social Hub of Positivity, which I don't know which uh, number show this will be, but let's hope that everyone since the last one you've heard is healthy, wealthy and wise. Today we have a member of the community and who's obviously going to tell you more of his own backstory. Um, but as part of this wonderful organisation that I talked about in previous episodes, Ava Needs Trees, or Ant. Ant. It's good, isn't it? I like it. Right, <laughs> Ava Needs Trees. You can see that if you ever come into Chippenham and you, and you look in our front window, that, uh, uh, in the front window you'll see lots of information for this organisation. But what better way to find out more about it than this wonderful person here, Peter. Peter Williams, okay. is it? Yes, it is. Peter, Peter Williams, Williams. Yes, What yes. a lovely name, sir. <laughs> Thank you very much. Not as nice as yours, I read. Oh, you're so kind. You're so kind. That's never been said before. That's, no, really, it hasn't, hasn't been said before. So, Peter, tell me, what is what, to, what do you do generally and what's your involvement with this uh, wonderful Well, I'm a music teacher by profession. Oh, so I teach a piano. Um, I teach in three schools in Chippenham. So, uh, so music is quite... Uh, Sorry, I'm looking at the camera because uh, I want this to be really annoying for who's ever <laughs> editing this to go, he's a music teacher, I didn't know this, obviously can do run a, an alternative. Right, yeah, absolutely, yeah, no, I'm well aware of it. Yeah, oh, you do? I do, but I've, um, my involvement's always been on the fringes, so you've oh, got, this okay. is why we've never crossed paths before. Wow, so, uh, perfect, we can talk about that. Uh, anyway. well, yeah, I've been doing that for 25 years, um, but I've oh. also always had a sort of um, a passion for the environment. I mean, I grew up in Melksham, I moved to Chippenham in 1992, and I fell in love with uh, what we know as the Marden Valley, which is the, the, the countryside, the area between Chippenham and Carn. Um, and about four years ago, I was out on a cycle ride to do a lot of cycling with some friends of mine. And um, uh, we came across a site at Hazelwood Mill. And Hazelwood Mill isn't far from the Chippenham Carn cycle track, the old railway path. Um, and there was a sign over there, it'd been there for a while, obviously, it said for sale, 34 acres of land. And I, I'm quite a dreamer. I used to be quite a dreamer at school and used to sort of look out the window and sort of think of other things and what I could be doing instead of being in school perhaps, but I shouldn't say that. Is it George Ward? I was George Ward, yes. How do you know? <laughs> no, I was just saying, because kind of you did a lot of work in there at one stage. Oh, we see, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I thought you could tell. You know, no, 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 no. I, I actually had a really wonderful time with the people, the parents and the community. Well, it, yeah, this is a long time ago. Then. It's yeah. But anyway, um, so I saw the land, and uh, four years ago I actually approached Wiltshire Wildlife Trust um, informally to see if they'd be interested in buying this land, uh, for lots of reasons. One is to protect the landscape in the area, which is sort of, yeah, at the moment, is under a massive, massive pressure from lots of different things going on. Um, and, uh, but secondly, to, to the, I love, always like, love the idea of planting trees. About 10 years ago, I was involved with Friends of the Earth, and we got an acre of land near um, Castle Coombe that we planted up uh, uh, woodland. And I sort of got the taste of it then, doing that. Anyway, cut long story short, I also heard about Nikki Jones. Nikki Jones is... Uh, an environmental activist in um, in Bristol, and she was putting together a charity. It was you know the, the start of a charity to buy land uh, to plant trees uh, for permanent mm. woodland, because a lot of um, thoughts were gone into do you lease land and plant trees, but there's no guarantee there that it's going to last. You know it's because the landowner could they could sell the land, yeah. uh, they could change their mind. You yeah. know in 20 years time those trees could come down again. So she suggested this. Now we got together with three other local people, Nick Murray is a local councillor um, in Chippenham. Um, yeah. We had, read a lot about him actually, he's very Yeah, absolutely, he's, he's brilliant. It's it's so yeah, uh, there was um, a guy called Nick Self, who's Wiltshire Wildlife Trust, and a lady called Harriet Alvis, who is um, part of uh, Bristol Avon Rivers Trust. She's now in West Wales Rivers Trust now, but we were the sort of founding um, trustees. It's a, this was 
we met on site to look at the site in January 2019. Uh, by June 2019, we'd informed the, the, the charity was up and running. And that mm. takes a lot of, I thought, you know, just do a charity, be fine. Yeah. But actually there's so much paperwork involved in, um, and admin and all sorts of, and there's so many boxes you've got to tick to do yeah. just to get that far, to get to charity yeah, status yeah, yeah. and get yeah. your bank account set up. Anyway, uh, we started fundraising and four or five months later we'd had, uh, we'd done a crown fund um, and we got about £40,000 from that and then things took off and uh, to cut a long story short, in August last year, 2020, we bought 34 acres of land wow. between Chippenham and Carl and that was our, what we call our showpiece site. So Fantastic. in a nutshell, but the, the main, the three things we've got it for is, is uh, to reforest, get trees back in, carbon, carbon sequestration, which has taken me about three years to try and practice to say that word, <laughs> sequestration. I'm also a tree, a tree trustee, which is, has taken me a long time yeah, to say yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 so, when so, you had a few of the, whatever you might be doing. But the other thing is we've got, you know, it's um, flood management, you know, we get a lot of flooding in the winter time, it's happening now actually, so uh, trees slow down the... Um, and the flow of water coming yeah. into the River Marden, which is, this is alongside the River Marden, that then flows into the Bristol River Avon. Um, so actually from a flood management point of view, it's not just helping to um, people in Chippenham, it's everything along the River Avon all the way to Bristol. Yeah. Um, and that's why we called Avon Needs Trees, because it's, it's the, the River Avon catchment area. Yeah. And so it's a huge area, so, so, what, so the area of land we're looking for is within anywhere between Bristol and perhaps Devizes and north up to you know, sort of South Gloucestershire down to North Somerset, really. Yeah, so it's a huge yeah. area. But this has just happened to be um, a, a fantastic site that we've got. Uh, biodiversity is what is our third big project we're trying to do. Um, and there's one field, which is probably about four or five acres, which is we're going to leave to rewild it. It's just completely rewilding it. It's a wild sort of meadow type. Yeah. Thing. I mean, the variety of stuff up there is incredible. We've got 10 acres of existing ancient woodland, or semi-ancient woodland. We've got the water meadow, which is alongside the River Marden. Mm. Uh, you've got th uh, well, two huge paddocks that we're, we're currently planting in small little groups. Um, we've actually just planted, finished planting about 7,000 trees, which we did, you know, we, uh, mm. even under COVID restrictions. Yeah. We were, yeah, you know, yeah, we're yeah. just doing small groups, getting out there. I've just spent two days there, and it's great fun. It's my favourite part of yeah, yeah. getting involved. But uh, but I just feel that we're actually making a difference. Yeah. You know, we actually you know you talk about um, global warming, we talk about biodiversity and the things how it's changing. But actually, to have something physical and get your hands stuck into it, yeah. I love it. Absolutely love so it. So these are indigenous trees, I'm presuming. What 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 make a trees are you putting in there? Well, there's all sorts because like, the Woodland Trust have been fantastic. They've done they did the initial tree planting scheme. They've provided all the trees for yeah. us through the Forestry Commission as well. And um, um, so there's there's at least 12, 13 different species of trees. Um, that was a big debate as well because you've got to you know you, you know the, the temperature of the climate you know, is, yeah. is, is warming. Are they going to survive in 50 to That's, 100 years' time? Yeah, so yeah, there's a lot yeah. of, you know, do we go for more into the Mediterranean type of trees? But there's a good mix in there. Um, and actually, I mean, we also do a lot of research as well, which is, is combined with that. The rewilding area is being studied by one university who's going to look into the effects of, you know, if you just leave your field on its own. Yeah. I don't know all the technical details, really, but, uh, but we've also got Bristol University who are studying a particular section uh, for carbon sequestration, you know, and how how good, you know, it, it, or how fast you can you can sequester carbon, right. like, you know, so. Is there, is there an idea to do any coppicing? Have you took, have you took yeah, that? we've done that, because actually forest, forest schools is a big part of what yeah. we can do. Yeah. I think education's a big thing, you know, it's not just about planting trees. I mean, I, when, I, when I first got there, I thought it was going to be like that, yeah. but it's just, it's, it's become huge, because yeah. 
Um, yeah, we've got, um, you know, the old canal goes through there. We've opened up the towpath, so, because it's good access to where we've got. So we've got a lot of history. I love history as well, by the way. So, so, the, so we've got the history of the old canal. We've got... And I like singing songs about old canals. One by Shane McGowan. No, it's not by Shane McGowan. It? <laughs> it's, what's it? What's he call it? Dirty Old Town. Is, I met my love by... Oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. Brendan Behan. Yeah. Uh, the old triangle, the Royal Canal. I'm not going to talk about that in some yeah. more, but carry on. <laughs> You've got, so, so there is yeah. a, a, a idea about doing this forest school, which we're yeah. very interested in as an organisation. Okay. So we're always working alongside other organisations, um, either residential places to, to, to allow our young people, as one of our projects, to experience, and you yeah. said it, a, 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 nature in all, its, in all its sort of diverse and biodiverse forms. Um, but the idea for our cultural exchange of going to Croatia and Ireland, we were looking to do a carbon offset. Right. So is it? We, we, we and you said about um, is it the wildlife who were giving away trees in Wiltshire Wildlife? Oh, no, um, the Woodland Trust. Woodland Trust. Woodland Trust. Yeah, Woodland Trust. Yeah. Are they still giving away trees? They do. Yeah. Every year they give away yeah. trees, and, and you, 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 you um, well, anything from a small tree pack that a yeah. primary school could use. Yeah right up to, like we've got, you know, 9,000 trees and shrubs that we've got. So if we wanted to plant some, say if we wanted to get some trees, could yeah. we come to your place and find a place to maybe sort of plant them? Well, um, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes and no, because uh, the, tree, the tree plant... Less. Well, it's <laughs> in the middle, because um, uh, we will... Um, you know, the, the tree plan is, is very meticulous of about course. how we're doing and you've got... Yeah, uh, but, you know, you do lose, I think it's 25% of, course, of what you plant the first year. Planted. So there's going to be a lot of thinning out. So, yeah, definitely in the, you know, in the future, I would say, yeah, because it's... Through, um, and there's probably going to be um, some spaces that we still need to fill. So it's quite good to do it in stages, first of all, but because you've got, yeah. you, know, you've, you know, you've got a couple of trees which are five, ten years... Um, older than the other ones, you know, it's a good balance, you yeah. know, because we're creating a woodland. What the other thing that was quite nice is that we've got hazelnand wood, which is what we've bought, but the other side of the valley is, is hazelnand wood as well. And what happened until 1945 ish, it, it was one complete woodland. And what we're doing is we're filling in the gap again and making it back, right. into, yeah. back into woodland. So it becomes, yeah. I mean, I'm very, I'm, I just, one of my interests again, this is one of the things I was looking out the window and, and dreaming about yeah. when I was a school kid is um, Pusham Forest. And the forest that used to go from actually the, the Marden River was the boundary of Northern, yeah. and it went all the way down to Melksham and uh, just south of Semington. So, uh, um, so we kind of like for me, we're sort of like reforesting the forest really, that was just, which was there, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago. We did a project with uh, Oxenworth, we used to oh, do yeah, residentials yeah, yeah, yeah. there every yeah. year, um, sometimes three a year, um, up until I don't know, quite recently. But we did a project where we helped build a roundhouse. Oh, brilliant. And yeah. most of that was from the coppers, uh, wood, hazelwood, which our young people helped to cut down and to prepare and then to actually bend into shape and what have you. And then over the years, we got to use that. What's the chances of doing something like that, he said? I think, to be fair, since we got involved, there's been so many offspins of this. Yeah. I think... Um, you know why not? Because um, good educational place, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you know, there's thirty-four acres. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of space there. So um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say no, not at all. I mean, it's uh, obviously it's a long-term plan. But yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Saying that sort of because you, you've well, talked about you've talked yeah. about history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for yeah, me, it's, it, part of it and part of our, our our process is looking at how human beings have interacted with yeah. their na their nature because there's there's common misconception, isn't there? If you if you think of Organisations, which are obviously tremendous organisations, don't get me wrong, 
depends on the earth. Mm. It it sounds as if the earth needs us, as if we are somehow not attached. Now, for me, we are a part of nature, not apart from nature. So everything that we do, all all that um, toxic soup that was put underneath the crust all those years ago and all those trees and everything turned into fossil fuels, etc., etc., has now been put back out into the biosphere, etc., etc., which has had a tremendous uh, negative effect. So the humanity's history with nature and the idea that it's our habitat that we're destroying. It's not about friends of the earth, it's actually friends of the humans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Earth will survive. Well, right. yeah, absolutely, and I agree with that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. for me, the more that we can allow our young people and possibly at this time more than any time in history to actually interact with nature we've got an allotment but and, and, and the allotment society around here is actually very good mm. so we're fortunate but there'll be young people that won't have that access to see how food's grown but also to see how we as human as a species have survived throughout history so doing things like roundhouses and different types of shelter which of course leads on to all sorts of stuff about construction of houses mm. and the need for houses and, tr- and and roads and what have you. Is what you're doing threatened by any of the upcoming... Um... Not directly, no, but it's not going to be far away. You know, you've got to imagine that, you know, once that road's in... Once the road's in, you think it's going to be built? I don't. Well, I don't know. I mean, can we can we influence the decision? I thought that this, it's, to me, it sounds like it's been made already. Oh, no, no, that's, that's how they start. I think, right. what, I think what's happening now, and I think what, what obviously... Um, we'll, Will play out over the weeks with all sorts of localized uh, democratic um, uh, processes as well as individuals getting involved mm. at a local council level, a parish council level. I think that the there's been a, there's definitely been a, a a a kind of pivot or a, a a crucial point where people have suddenly gone. Wait a minute. We've allowed this type of development, mm. this type of process, this type of lack of democracy at a very localised level. Yeah. Um, anyone listening to this, in, even in different countries, will probably have a, an opinion about how their local democracy is, if they have democracy, if we have democracy. So, you know. Anyway, the point being is I don't think that those roads, I don't think the roads will be. I think that what will happen is that the people who are currently in in charge of councils a lot of them are going to change right a lot of them are going to change uh more enlightened not that they're bad people it's just that that's the old game that old game ain't gonna work party politics people I'm, who, i you know, know i don't i don't want it to happen but it's to, um, yeah. um you know the, the, the wheels are in motion that i mean they've got a lot of money didn't they to, to promote this thing didn't they it's to, uh, to, so, uh, to get uh, so we're uh, going to need so yeah. much more oh to, yeah just just yeah, to, yeah. for young people to catch yeah. up emotionally and and psychologically mm. on the unbelievable, unbelievable trauma that has been visited on them. And I'm, I, and I'm not going to make any secret of this. We worked in simultaneously in the sustainable development arena for 23 years. Mm. So with big companies, with big businesses, trying to advise them and government, national and local government, looking at purely Agenda 21 mm. uh, um, yeah. rationale back in the day. But sustainable development in its every type of application in massive paper mills in petrochemical companies i've been to the to to to, you know national government to the home office talking about community cohesion and actually what i've been able to witness working up and down the country is there's a massive need for localized people like yourself to get involved you you almost you kind of like getting your hands dirty but it's actually 
more than that, isn't it? You've you, you've had to you've had to tread through treacle, no doubt, to go through the, the oh crikey, yeah, uh, just to yeah, get in the yeah, legal absolutely. aspect of it. Yeah. To, to for the reasons that you want to do it, this is why I think people need to get involved with and, and understand absolutely. your history no, of absolutely. how those yeah. local people um, can get involved. I do think that local democracy is changing. And I think that... I do hope so, yeah. Well, after, so, after yeah. the plague, yeah. and there isn't much difference, after yeah. the plague, before the plague in England, there was feudalism. Yeah. After yeah. it wasn't. After the First World War, there, you know, lots of things changed. Massive things are going to change. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. People are going to realise that we need to invest in people as opposed to yeah. policies and politicians who are usually aligned to big corporates and business. They're not in the, the in in the enlightened vested interest of humanity. So if we if this was to be perceived as some sort of battle or a challenge or a war, we all need to be. And I don't advocate any of those things, particularly not violence. But the idea, like yourself, of people getting involved on a local basis, not just to protect the view. We're talking about protecting uh, the. The, the, the biodiversity, but the well-being of our children, the oh, health yeah, and well-being yeah, of our children. I think that's a long, yeah. uh, tangled thing I've just said. But pick it out there, people. Pick out the bits I'm saying because it's people like you that are actually active in a really proactive, positive. Because I think as soon as you said about Nikki being an environmental activist, I think mm. some people at home will be going, "Oh, hey, I've heard about activism. What does it mean? It means mm. someone who's getting off their behinds and doing things." So, absolutely. Do you need more volunteers? What's the? Um, well, uh, we have got a lot of local volunteers who are helping us out. In fact, because of COVID, we're restricted on how many we can get there. We are turning people around at the moment, but we do need people. Uh, um, there's a lot of the admin we need help with. Um, I've got to do. We've got to do interpretation boards when we get down there. We've got to, you know, uh, um, and we've got the long-term management. So we need local guardians to look after it, almost like you know, like they used to have in the, the original forest, like the verderers and the or uh, um, the uh, all the guys who used to you know manage the, the forest. So so yes, history of forestry yeah. so, uh, as a way to look that'd be great. A, oh, a yeah, sort of nature trail that also looks at how ancient some of the plants are, yeah, yeah, uh, and the trees, and the idea of who did that throughout history is a beautiful idea. What I'd love to do, and I'm not sure if Hayton's a good good place for it because it's quite restricted you know it's quite uh, difficult to get to to be fair but it's so uh, we have another site in, in mind which is still currently in, in the process of happening but uh, where I'd like to do a medieval um, day well, because what we can do because I'd love yeah. to bring medieval music into it and you know, food. Um, food yeah we can have yeah. archery we can have um, woodcraft you know like the modules yeah. and all the rest of it and yeah. I'd love to get out on both um, one for a fundraiser one to sort of raise awareness of but also to get the community involved yeah. because so, and so have sure. fun I love I think fun mix all the humor, good well and 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 the idea it doesn't have to be too serious but no. it can be it's in a beautiful context it's in nature it's good for your health it's also good yeah. for your mental health and this is why I'm saying about roads not being built it's like our priorities yeah. have to change oh, yeah, we need to be able yeah. to invest in people's what be, being a part of look at that it's just the and and, and that's the, full of trees by the way now yeah <laughs> the 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 um Photographs that Kevin. Oh yeah, yeah, Kevin Wynn. Yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah. Oh, unbelievable, yeah, beautiful. And I think yeah. if people were to, to interact and, and use it as a place to be inspired, so having bird, you're going to have bird observatories like hides and things. Uh, we got, what we have got, because um, the forest schools we're setting up for them. Hopefully, yeah. once um, the COVID restrictions are lifted, we'll have forest schools joining us. We've got a forest schools area. Um, we've got. Um, uh, we've, I've actually got. 
Um, compost loo is built on site. I mean, it, that took Perfect. a lot. And also, it about took us about sort of uh, 20 years, it feels like, just to drag this heavy uh, tool shed, which is all came in parts from a charity in Bristol. Um, it, it, was, it was a charity based in the centre of Bristol, and it's full of graffiti on it, and it's, it looks like the youngsters... Like Banksy, though, now. That's exactly what we were saying. Yes. <laughs> 12 <laughs> billion pounds! That's right, so we, we, we don't want to scrub it off, because it yeah, might yeah. still uh, might be worth something. But, um, yeah, hides. I mean, we've got um, barn owl boxes. We've had the, um, the hawk and um, owl conservancy trust there. We've had... I mean, and also the other thing is we're going to do lots of... We've got to do a lot of engagement. So we've got things like... Uh, we're going to have um, bat evenings, badger watches, and all sorts of things so yeah hides that's been talked about there's so many yeah opportunities how about combining here. your bat evening with people dressed as batman <laughs> and let you come as different characters and just like hide in the forest and kind of like play tag or, or that's capture great. the fly like that, yeah. and look at bats there was talk about dressing as teddy bears and doing a teddy bears picnic in a that's just weird that's kind of crossing the line <laughs> 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 no it sounds like a really beautiful thing well, for people uh, to be able to bring children in then <laughs> how about okay. a teddy bear hiding teddy bears Oh, the uh, suggestions are endless. Genius. Genius. Well, no, the thing being is, is anything that's going to help our society, our community, A, to understand the value of nature in all its uh, forms and, and, and our absolute dependency on nature. That's yeah, the, the, yeah. The, 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 and I don't blame anyone for not knowing or, or understanding this, but I do know that there's hope because I'm not very well educated. Ask any teacher that ever had me in their class, if any of them are still alive and... I haven't actually gone into a mental asylum. They would say, he, he, he's very hard to teach. And I'm, so if I know, if I've been able to learn these things, I literally believe that anyone can. And that's not even, any complicated science is just really straightforward. It has been masked in all sorts of smoke and mirrors. But the reality is, since the Industrial Revolution, we have been on a absolute trajectory for the destruction of our own infrastructure for us to exist within the confines of nature. Human beings, not wombats, not polar bears, not beautiful things as they are. They need to survive just because as part of biodiversity. I'd keep going off on this one because I'm quite passionate about it. But I try yeah, to I mean, the other thing is, you know, the, the fact is, you know, um, the way I learned as well is that I, it's like history. I, when it's local history and it's hands-on, yes. you can see yes. it. I learned a, really lot, I, I learn a lot better than talking yeah. about something that I can't see That's while it. I'm reading from a book. And we, one of our first, I get you. So yeah. one of our first ever projects was with the National Trust. Yeah. And we do so much work with them. At, you wouldn't believe the type of groups that we brought from London, because we walk all over the country, into the National uh, Trust properties at LACOP with the community, helping out, but learning, as you said, firsthand about yeah. the nature you, and yeah. the history. I think you learn so much more, don't you? Absolutely. So the funny thing forest is, forest school. Yeah, with forest schools, you see, I mean, for years and years, I mean, it's, uh, it's taken them a long time to realise, actually, that it is good to go outside, it yeah. is to get, to get some fresh air. And there's also those, those, those children who learn... Um, they're just different people when they go out in, in, in the, into the countryside and get absolutely. close to nature. Yeah. Um, and they come alive. Yeah, you know, you put them in a classroom with four walls, and um, yeah. it, it's, it's completely different. It's not even good for teachers to be in that context. No, no, Let's be really realistic. Right, yeah, right. How we have, and, it, and it, I'll tell you, you know, and no disrespect to the people that work in, and have gone to Abbeyfield School at all, but this physically, I used to have done in my past, worked in prisons. Uh, not as a guard, but doing uh, creative workshops with inmates, um, which is why I understand polit politicians so well. But anyway, the Abbeyfield School, we went when it was being uh, just been built. Now, the fact that it was built on the site of a Second World War bomb crater that had to be exploded <laughs> should have given everyone who's into any sort of spiritual karma an idea of 
what that might ha mean for the actual site. But that they then the school is was designed. I don't. So hopefully it's changed and developed. But like a prison. Yes. And it was apparently designed built by people who built prisons. Exactly right. right. And yeah. I worked yeah. in there once, and yeah. I did a a, a a project, and I said. I <laughs> said so to the, this group of, so to say, disenfranchised young people, you know, about that, and they were saying, yeah, yeah, it's very much like a prison. I said, why do you think that? Why would adults build a school that looked like a prison? Yeah. And this lad, bless him, he said, so they can show us where we're going to go when we leave. <laughs> and now, as funny and equally sad <laughs> as that, it is actually fundamentally true that there is a, not about the, the, the philosophy of Abbeyfield School, the people within it and the teachers are fantastic, don't get me wrong, the pupils that go there are fantastic. Why would we subject our children and our professionals to such uninspiring environments? Mm. So the idea of Forest School, just so Donna Lee, who's one of our uh, um, great people at Candu, is about to take the do, do the whole training for Forest Schools because we, she's a mountain leader, so we go up and down mm. all over the place in, into the environment, but totally with you on the idea of forest schools ever more as a way of rebalancing people's minds now after this pandemic we need to get as many people let alone the young people out into nature absolutely so how can in, in the shortest but okay a lot of this is going to wait till after the pandemic unfortunately yes 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 so fun you're doing fundraising uh, so we can we can help publicize that yeah we want to put the word out there you know course. we're still a very very young charity um you're looking very well for it, I might say. Are you the first person I've met from that charity? But you're looking very well. That's right. It's just the old Yule and the Grecian 2000. There you go. Numbers, so. All none of that is by any any um, palm oil, by the way. This <laughs> is all sustainable, <laughs> environmentally <laughs> sound. Um, right. Um, so, anything yeah. else you want to talk about? Um, that's pretty much it, really. I mean, it's a very hands-on thing. You know, it's uh, it's it's grown it's grown so fast. It's unbelievable what's happening. And and the ideas that you've been mentioning today, it's the sort of thing we're trying to encompass everything. We're trying to tick all the boxes, mainly yeah. because the national lottery um, gave us um, a, a huge um, donation, and uh, you know, and we, we're committed to engagement. Now remember, like that, so. tax, the national lottery is a collection of all our money. Yeah put for us to access to be able to do good things. Mm -hmm. So instead of thinking, oh, the National Lottery have been generous or the government are generous, it's our money. We have to get involved to see how we spend it. So yep. it's a great thing that the National Lottery or we as a collection of people who have ever entered the National Lottery have been able to contribute, so of course access is, is imperative. Yeah, so that's all, you know. Um, Brilliant. But um, yeah, we're just growing so fast, and you know, we're, we're hoping to take on uh, more paid staff shortly, which is, which is brilliant, uh, which has also been funded by another charitable trust. Um, yeah, it's growing massively, and it's beyond my expectations. You know, two years ago when we first looked at that site, I thought we'd probably buy, we'd be lucky to buy Hazen. It was, it's, it cost about, £330,000 plus and I've, I've done fundraising in the past but yeah. I've never ever tried to do that and Nikki Jones has been uh, key to all this because uh, she's been very dynamic and she's uh, been in the right places at the right time and one thing led to another and, and we had one donation that put us over the £200,000 fundraising mark which then brought the national lottery in which took us to the amount we needed and it's just going on and people the general public have been amazing yeah. you know from the crowdfunder we first did you know that raised the first 20 30 pounds to, to to now people have been ringing us up and saying can i give you 
the other day we had £20,000 from one individual and the week before we had another fifteen from somewhere else. I'm being blown away. People want this to happen. Absolutely, you know, which really is why I'm saying happen. when people get together and realise that we, we no more, they, they couldn't, we, we weren't able to legislate for a community that we've had, young people particularly, pre-pandemic. So the idea of building more houses, which is just is 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 like this so this, this so out of tune with what's needed. Houses and roads are not what's needed, or HS two is not what's needed. What's needed is an investment in our communities, our children particularly, our young people, their mental health, our collective mental health, yeah. to support teachers and educators as well as the national health and all that sort of good stuff. But we need to be doing what you're doing, which is being sitting, say, sitting at school looking out the window, that won't get you very far, <laughs> not in the, whether you're in there or not, but, no, but getting involved, and, and, and it's people like yourself, and I can't wait to meet Nikki Jones, and Susan, by the way, who I've been talking to. Yes, of course, yeah, yeah. No, it, she's uh, just, it's, so, this is just on the phone. Yeah, so I can yeah. only imagine what Susan's you people are like. She only joined us in January, and she's been fantastic. She's, she's amazing. It's a, a good addition to the team. She's our first paid member of staff. Fantastic. She's, she's brilliant. So Fantastic. It's, uh, and we're building and building. I mean, where we are going to be in two years' time, I could not tell you no. because it's, it's been such an incredible journey. It hasn't been an easy journey no, by any means, but it's been, it's worth been it. amazing. And I think, you know, we're going in the right direction. Um, yeah, how can, I mean, people just we want to get the word out there. Go on our website, um, www.avenneedstrees.org.uk. Um, I mean, we're looking for, you know, any, I mean, we've got people who are fundraising, just, you know, a few hundred pounds. There's the lady in Seend who's uh, dressing as a tree and she's running around the Seend area mm -hmm. in a couple of weeks' time for sponsored. Um, we had one guy who rode along the Kent and Avon Canal from one end to the other. Um, but anything, every small thing, that every step we make makes a big difference. Um, so it's, uh, um, you know, we're open to all ideas. And um, What about getting Adam Ant? to come and A and his Wellingtons and do a rendition of Stand and Deliver to people who are visiting. So he's dressed as the old dandy highwayman, but he's also got a pair of Wellingtons, which have got the name of the organisation. <laughs> and then he, with an old musket, robs people. Well, it's one idea, isn't it? It's well, sure, yeah. I'm just saying, he's probably not doing it at the moment. Adamant, oh, Adamant, I call to you, sir, to come and help these good people plant some trees or grow some trees. Right, okay, so... We are going to tune in with you good people because this is really important. Uh, you know, we're, we're looking to talk to lots of individuals um, from all different uh, parts of communities. Everyone, I believe, um, has got their own story to tell. And I, and, and I want to share that. We want to share that with as many people as possible because a big part of what we do at Candle Arts is community development. So up and down the country, working in, you know, at the Home Office, but at various places, talking about community cohesion. One of the massive aspects of that is the, the, the um, access to nature. So when we worked in Salford or, or, or Manchester, we brought young people down here. When we worked in London, we brought young people down here. We took them to Stonehenge, to National Trust places, Laycock, etc., etc. Into nature, it blows their minds. Mm -hmm. If people yeah. were to see the footage of a gang from London yeah. who got educational access with us to the stones at Stonehenge, it, it definitely put a, a whole new meaning of being stoned to them, trust me. <laughs> they, yeah. they could not even explain what it was like because they laid their foreheads on the big... Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. It was unbelievable. Now, so from my perspective of working in the communities, um, it, now there's, there's never been more of a time where we need to get, everyone needs to get 
collectively and not blaming people or shaming people. We need to get together and to prioritise, we prioritise what really is important to our survival, our collective survival. And trust me, without our mental health, our physical health will go quickly as well. So if we really want to protect the National Health Service, in a bizarre way, we need to take responsibility for all decisions made locally. This is one of them, the nature, the biodiversity, the the uh, clean air, everything else you can think of that goes along with that, but also about planning decisions and about our infrastructures and our priorities as a community and a society. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to say any more because I'm boring myself and I do that quite often. <laughs> Peter, you're a wonderful man. Thank you, mate. Nice to meet you at last. It's an absolute nice pleasure. Can we, can we tune in whenever you want? Can you just say, oh, I've got some, we've got some stuff. I'm yeah, going to be talking, we're going to be talking to different people from definitely the keep government organisation. Yeah. And we will come back to you, or you come back to us when you've got progress. And I'm visiting the site. Yeah, definitely. So very, very we're gonna, we want to do a whole load of filming there, and we want to put it out on your website as yeah. well as our own to say, yeah. well done. Thank you so much. Thank I was going to shake hands. Well, we can do that, can't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a, wow. You play guitar, and I'll do the piano. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So, let's, yeah. let's, let's do, do it. Oh, hope, hope springs eternal. I keep going, forgetting the hope springs eternal thing in Monsbury. With, there's a songwriting competition. Why didn't you do that? Wow, there you go. We'll go one, two, three. Why don't we do it? You know, we do an open mic every Wednesday. It's a virtual. Yes, 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 right. Why don't you submit to that? We can do, and then we can put a load of stuff about Avon these trees and anything else you want to put in there. Get young people as an outlet for them. Yeah? Brilliant. Yeah, definitely. Hey, definitely. Hey, good. Let's finish Before we can go, nice one. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Louis. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Maya. Excellent. Next up on the Shop Podcast, we have an interview with Lindsay Elliott, who's a singer, musician, pub owner, and dog owner. Stay tuned. Okay, I'm not going to say anything other than welcome to whatever edition of Social Hub of Positivity this is. I'm particularly pleased this this fine day, I didn't, <laughs> this fine part of my life, to be introducing a, a lovely chap who I've known for some time now, and a lot of you people out there will know. You'll know him as a musician, Lindsay Elliott, as a fine musician, and we're going to cut some of his wonderful stuff into this. But uh, certainly a whole group of people around Chippenham will know Lindsay for being the wonderful owner of the Old Road Tavern, the Tav, the Frog and Road, the Terry, the Smoan, La Magadol, Bon, I don't know what it's called anymore. But, Lindsay, thank you for having me. Oh, mate, it's a pleasure. pleasure. Thank you very much. Tell me, sir, how's it been going? What has lockdown been like for you? It's been lonely. I've really missed everybody. You kidding? You know? No, absolutely. I've been banging on your door at that pub every day. <laughs> now, just the in case. Pumps are off. <laughs> I mean, just make sure you're okay. There's nothing yeah. to do with alcohol. I'd never do that. It's been okay. Well, winter's been long, but it feels like um, there's a sign of spring in the air. Wait a minute. Isn't that George Formby? Oh God, it was George Harrison, what's the matter with you? He's Billy Bragg's son, he doesn't even know any music. Anyway, listen, I can't believe it. I can't believe that you've been lonely, mate, because I said, why would come and throw things at your window, if nothing, just so you knew there were people that cared about you? Mm. Uh, how's the dog, how's the beautiful dog? Leonard. He's good. God bless him. Yeah. He is gorgeous. He's lonely at the minute. <laughs> Can we put a photograph of him up here just so that Please people... Please do. Yeah, Please so do. people realise yeah. what I'm talking about. Mm. Yeah, this dog has got the looks, he's got the personality, and he writes and sings better songs than I do. So he's, he's, more, yeah. he's closer to Lenny Cohen than I'll ever be. He misses everybody. He misses other dogs. I bet. I bet. And, and the fuss. 
Yeah. So we now walk five times a day instead of two. You know, yeah. it's one of those. But um, was there a better time to have a dog? Absolutely not. So how old is he now? You've had him for a while now, haven't you? Uh, he'll be three next month. And e- every single day we go for an adventure. And yeah. that's. Yeah, know. I saw him driving that getaway car the other day. <laughs> Scooby Doo, everyone. Scooby Doo. Okay, Lena's okay. You're, um, yeah, I'm yeah. sad to hear that you you've been. Lonely well, I think I think speaking, you know, everybody's yeah, been lonely. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. I've got no friends, so I don't know what lonely I'm is. I'm lucky in a way I that don't know you what know, not lonely is. <laughs> well, you're lucky in a way. This I get it. You are yeah. normally, to be fair, for anyone that doesn't know, then this obviously goes out right across wherever. Lots of people from Ireland and I see lots. Listen to me, Croatia, whatever that see it. If you ever come to Chippenham, you have to make your way to this. Fantastic! Uh, I'm not even going to call it boozy. It's actually, a, it's as it's as much a social hub as this place is. Yeah. There's the fabulous Winkle Club, which again is a um, an organisation of the community of people who partake of the magic of the Old Red Tavern, mm. and they've for years been raising money as a community to give to the community. And I just want to say thanks to anyone that's ever been involved in that, because Can Do Arts have been recipients. And have been able to take young people from Chippenham on summer uh, residentials because of the Winkle Club. But that's just one small element. Mm. Now, I have a, a very good friend who, when she comes to Chippenham, and I'm not going to say who that friend is, but she always likes to make a special beeline for your boozer. It's not just a fantastic Guinness. And I'm not promoting Guinness because I'm Irish, because that would just be wrong. Yeah. You do happen to do a particularly good Guinness in there. We sell a lot of it, and I think Mate, that's, that's the key. Yeah, but keep, the, keep the pipes moving. Yeah, keep the pipes moving, and you also have guest yeah. bitters. Which has been tough on my own for yeah. all these months, you know. That's a lot of Guinness. <laughs> Again, yeah. you have my phone number. I mean, <laughs> we're key workers. We have to go out in the community. We're community development workers. Now, we've been here. If you've seen some of the dark side of what we've seen mm. because of the work we do, you go, ah, this guy deserves a Guinness. But yeah. as you can see, I've already had too many. So, obviously, financially, economically, it's been, it could potentially be a disaster. But what is it looking like? What is the horizon? What is your future? Or the future of We're that strong. Wonderful? We're a strong community. Yes. Yeah, you love it. And yes. for the majority of the lockdowns, it's been positive. Yeah. Fairly positive. Yeah. But, you know, the levies broke a couple of times. Yeah. But it has to. I think it's natural. But mm. the, the point is, we're becoming stronger. Yeah. So... And I think now, like I say, the sign of spring, yeah. the news on the horizon, you inviting me here, yeah. this is positive. Yes. So this is from negative to positive, yeah. and it feels good. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's really fair, because to be fair, <laughs> we have done so many community uh, uh, projects um, with you guys. The cabaret, the mural, we did that whole... That was, that was, the, tw- that was the 21st, you know, that, that was again one of our 21st of June. It was a solstice thing. Yeah. Um, which is why we wanted to do it. And again, I said on the radio yesterday, it was the, um, yesterday obviously when you see this, it might have been any day, it doesn't matter. But anyway, speaking to those wonderful people at BBC Wilts about the special day being 21st of, um, if you remember, you all, God, I love you, you know. You also did the gig for us at the Neald Hall when we did. Which was uh, the winter solstice. Which is winter solstice. Which is my birthday. This was the, the, can you remember, there's loads yeah. of people at it. That's brilliant, thank you for that. Because that's the other side of it. Creatively, mm. you, you know, for the open mic, when you did the, um, the piano, beautiful, when you're on your own, completely on your own. Yeah, as a yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
something I would like you to see No one's showing you but me If we return It, it was it was very deep. You're yeah. fantastic. Anyone that doesn't know Lindsay Elliott as a musician, uh, please check him out. How can people check you out? Actually, have you got a? That's a good question. Well, <laughs> if you come through, can you do. Come to the-
down the byway I can see the stones piled high Traveling families making tea by firelight And it's beautiful Like consciousness streaming Like an old familiar feeling But a good one On the way in I stop by a prison full I shall pass the empty school this Sunday And this is my way To cut loose a little while To find a house to sit and to write my song down And the rainbow in Welcomes me in me thinking If and you don't know me yet It's not your fault Cause I'm still learning about myself Being released from shackles of freedom, an open book of pushing my luck walks in the park. I'm being appeased. Life is not all but a dream. This is real. What's the deal? Careful, you might just feel something. away my sins The rainbow in It's got me drinking And if you care for me Just leave it be I'm fighting this one Myself I'm heading home To the pub of my own Where I welcome a stranger in Just like at the Rainbow Inn And it's amazing The whole world turns on a pin You buy a lane Stonehenge cigarettes At the Rainbow Inn get back we'll have the crack I was right but girl I've been wrong 
the rainbow in It got me thinking How much I love your song Which we'll get on to in a minute because that gig, the, the, the Unlock Reset uh, Community Festival, will of course have uh, the Old Road as a featured venue. But you do so many things in there, we don't even know what it is we're going to do because, again, who's available, what we're doing. But we know we've got films we can project, we know we've got loads of poets, we know we've got you, you run the best open mic in, yeah. I was going to say, in the country, but I. As you know, I, I was inspired to open the first open mic because I saw the one in Hull. Yeah. So that's what. So I would have to s not say any of us have the best one anymore or, or at all. But it's certainly a, a, a brilliant one, and people mm. love it. So are you thinking about on that day we can do an open mic as well, couldn't we? We can do everything. Everything. That's what I'm saying, people. That's what we need. This is the attitude you need. It all goes to school. Of course it does. But here's what we're going to do if it doesn't. We'll do it anyway. That's it. <laughs> Well, no, we're not, just in case Boris and I go, hey, wait, 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 wait a minute, I mean, Christ, what are you saying? You guys, you, you're some sort of rebels or something? I mean, it's bad enough, I, you know, I've got, got my mates travelling up the end of the country, uh, doing stunt driving with the kids in the car, and then all of a sudden, Lindsay Elliott's opening pubs willy-nilly and putting on festivals. I mean, on the 21st of June, why did he think he could do that? You're right. We won't put it on illegally for anyone that's looking. What we will do is we'll do it virtually. Not nearly do it, as in we'll do it in the ether. We'll do it how you're seeing this. We'll do it over the... Or you might be listening to this on Spotify. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Either way, we're going to do something to keep the community focused and looking at the positive uh, elements that we can all... And for those who are hard of hearing, I didn't say elephants because that would be ridiculous. Oh, you've got positive elephants. You've got positive elephants in Cheltenham. I ain't coming there, mate. I don't like elephants. Wow, you're an elephantitis. So, here's the crack. One way or another... I've missed you. I've missed you. <laughs> <laughs> I've missed you and the Guinness. Gee! Actually, to be fair, I have a mixture of drinks there. Not mixed my drinks. Mm. You do fantastic... I have to keep going back to the thing. It's so long we've all been the pub. Yeah. There are people out there mm. now who know your pub who go absolutely get it. People who now be thinking, wait a minute, I'm going to check out the old road and then see all the amazing things you guys do, right? And then they're going to come in and then they're going to do this. They're going to check out all your guest ales and what have you. Mm. It's a, it is quite a unique pub. Quite unique. I know that friends of mine from London have made excuses. This is embarrassing to have made excuses to come and see me and then all of a sudden it's like can we go to can we go? and it's like oh, I know what it is ah. yeah. and there's a few of them which nice to see you Ed yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can we go to your boozer um, yeah now it's a, it's a beautiful social hub it's a, it, it, and you do all sorts of great stuff you yourself as I say are a fantastic musician and you, you've collaborated with all sorts are you in a band scenario at the moment? Not not practicing or whatever. Is there a is there a a, a conflagration? That ain't even a thing, mate. That ain't even a thing. Conflagration. But we know what you mean. I think we know. Is is there a is there a group scenario for you at the moment? There isn't. But um, I think now that we have a date to work towards, mm. and that you phoned me when I was on Cheryl with my yeah. dog yesterday. God bless Cheryl. How is she, by the way? <laughs> he meant the hill. I, I meant the hill as well. <laughs> Okay. 
Uh, so we, we can okay. edit that, yeah. Um, Chill. No, I'm not nothing. <laughs> I'm not editing nothing. You know why? Because I don't know how to do it. Yeah, and they like to see me struggle. Right, Louis, thanks a lot, mate. Um, I would like to start a project for this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have yeah. songs. Yeah, mate. And, and I'm not I have blowing any new musicians. Music. I just haven't yeah. been able to see them. Yeah. But if we can squeeze in a few yeah. rehearsals. You've got some... Fantastic solo stuff. I'm not, I'm not putting your put in the band because you, you, you sometimes are in two or three bands at the same time at the same gig. For instance, where did you go with some of our lunatic mates? A very big foreign country to do what was it? Come on, tell that story. Um, I went to Panama. Yes, you did. I stood in for Miggles, who was having a baby. Well, well if you see Miggles, you realise having a baby. I, I thought there was something strange about that statement, but yeah. So he had a good excuse. Um, so I got the call from Emma. She said, we've got this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to play a gig in Middle America, in Panama, sort of half in the jungle, half on an idyllic beach. Do you want to come? Yes, was the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had to pay for my flights, but I got very well looked after that. Yeah. And I got fed and watered. Yeah. What was the, the, the event called? Um, Tribal Gathering. Yes, which is absolutely a world-known world event. Mm. So that was 18 days long, I believe. Yeah. I mean, I, I could do... I think eight days, and then I had to get out of there. <laughs> but but it was eight crazy. days linked, <laughs> to yeah, straight through, yeah, pretty much so. Mm. And the tents are hot in the morning, yeah. And you're talking six in the yeah. morning, and if you didn't go to bed till three, yeah. you know, after eight days, you, you need to go somewhere else. And the nights are just intense, right? <laughs> yeah. Really intense. Yeah. And when it all kicks in, that's why you end up on the beach. You start over here, you end up on the beach. It's a great thing. Mm. I don't know anything about that. Gorm had a good time. He did. Has he landed yet? I don't know if he has got a home, actually. Bless him. Brilliant band. Are they still mm. together? What was that? that was the Hat Club, wasn't it? I think they disbanded. Again, see? Yeah. Little capsules of time. Capsules? Then, in fact, it even looks like a capsule. Okay, it's a little thing of time, a little smidgen, a little of time to see that you, because you've been in some fantastic bands, so mm. to, to, be, to be able to witness people doing their thing. It's so, so sad that for so long people mm. haven't been able to, not just musicians, all sorts of creative people, all sorts of just people. Mm. So, for the event, you may well have a band, but you'll definitely be a solo artist for that. I'll play a set of my songs and there'll be a couple of right. guest musicians. So there'll be Frank the Fiddler. Oh my God, you get Frank to do it. Frank, if you're listening, okay, you're, you're actually one of my neighbours and I'm going to have to sort of call territorial claims on you. He's never once, he did, they did do a candy thing over at Lacock, to yeah. be fair, the National, when we did the National Trust thing. Yeah. But I've never been able to get him. Maybe I should open a bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go in partnership with you? Micro beers. Uh, just, just to get Frank, older Frank. To get older Frank. <laughs> Seriously, if you ever ask and say, I'm in terms of Zed trying to get you to do hip hop, you go, well. By the way, I haven't asked Frank yet. I'm just. Um, well, he probably won't be watching. He'll see this. this. Of course he will. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be tuned in like everyone else. Yeah. So, 21st of June, Frank. Yeah, 21st of June. Oh, yeah, he's amazing. You mm. do, you yourself and, you, uh, and the people that you associate yourself mm. musically, Sam Garraway, mm. oh, it goes on, Jonah. There's absolutely. A, and it's name? a Monday. And yeah, I don't I think we've ever. Yeah. It's going to be the biggest ever party on a Monday. Yeah, it's going to be the biggest ever party. Yeah, just just to be sort of, um, I don't know, to be creative. Maybe we should get the boom turnarounds 
to sing I Don't Like Mondays, just to be sort of a counterpoint. Hey man, oh, we're on a Monday situation. Uh, we've got an unlock situation. We've got people singing, people hugging. Some people are hugging. And now we've got Bob Gilder saying, come on up, look in reference, spend the money. Tell me why I don't like Mondays. Tell out, Bob, is it because you, you're lazy? I actually had a message last night from Pirate Tom, who's one of my locals. He said from Bob Gilder. And a good friend of mine, actually. And... Um, he said, was it okay to pitch a tent for the week? He's taking the week off work. <laughs> I just think that's nice. Yeah. Well, what do you mean this week or when the thing? Well, not this week. <laughs> I was going to say, be high where, are <laughs> yeah, where, where are you? Where are you? In the car park from my house, yeah. yeah. You mean for the week of that? Yeah. Lovely idea. Yeah. I mean, yeah, shame, shame there's not more space in mine, but there's space in other places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a good idea. That in in the event that by this stage, mm. that it looks like definitely everything's going forward. That's something maybe we need to consider yeah. because we're going to get people from coming from different areas playing as well. So I guess because my work stopped completely, and it has done for so long. But other people they're working, but they're working from home, which might seem like a luxury to begin with. But the novelty wears yeah. off, and it becomes pretty um, a hard yeah. thing for them to do. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think there'll be a lot of people taking some holiday around that time. Yeah. Well, it's ho hopefully that they can, and that's the two sides of this thing, isn't it? You've mm. got the people that have been able to work, albeit, you know, and I think that will change. I don't, I don't think as many people go back to offices anyway. I think this is mm. gonna be set in people's psyche forever. Unfortunately, more so for young people. Mm. The, you know, the, 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 the knock to their development, emotionally, physically sometimes, is gonna be profound. There's gonna be a tsunami of mental health scenarios not just from young people, the ones that had pre-existing uh, conditions, but people will have, have had a relationship with mental health they've never had before and little or no help to be able to, not because people don't want to help them, mm. to be able to access because we can't, people are gregarious animals, that we need and want to be together mostly. Mm. So the idea of even just being able to talk face to face is, uh, is unfortunately, for, for, you know, yeah. it's been, Curtail, shall we say? Yeah. However, but let's hope we can have that bustling situation where people yes. are leaning on the bar. Well, and do you know what? I have to know. say that during the time when, of course, in your glorious beer garden, there's wonderful colleagues of yours coming to the table with the order. I have to say, I loved it quite a lot. When you come and say, "Hey, old chap, can I get you a beer?" And I didn't realise you were putting on a tab and had to pay, uh, but <laughs> that you were going, and then we're being delivered. I think that's uh, something we should never change. In fact, if you could possibly deliver to my house on the, on the occasions I can't be bothered that'd be really handy yeah. that was what do you think about that the idea of um, the delivery to the that's not going to happen is it the table service yeah look at your face now I can see I know a few of your colleagues are thinking I think as, as bar as bar people yeah bar people yeah. We, we we do miss that kind of congregation that ceremonial yeah. you're at the pub and you meet strangers yes and you chat to people yeah and, yeah and, yeah and you share stories and stuff when, you, when you've got to sit on a table six with the people you come in with, you get less of that. Um, yeah. But, you know, it needs must, and, and we've done it. We've, yes. we've jumped that hurdle, oh, yeah, yeah. and we will do it again if we have to. Yes. Yeah. Which I'm sure will happen to begin with, but maybe by, the, by June or beyond, we'll be able to go back to how we were. Yeah, only in those ways, because the whole idea of this reset mm. is because so many elements of society just cannot reset environmentally, the climate. 
this idea about, you know, mm. I don't know if you've seen the Chipman plans, building what will be unnecessary houses, yeah. distribute your road. Louis Louis of me saying this, but I don't know when there's a better time in the world to put it out there that through my experience around sustainable development, the idea of all this unnecessary building at this moment when in fact we should be focusing on people's well being mentally. Mm. I don't know if I've got that through to you too. Oh, come back. I said come back. <laughs> um, but, so certain things definitely go back to what they were, it, the positive mm. bits, but the bits that weren't working, and there's plenty of them, mm. some of that will, will involve how people work, where they work. Some of it will be about society's priorities. Mm. In other words, things that we held dear, or we were told to hold dear before, HS2, all crazy stuff like that. Oh, really? And why would people... In a, in a country which is now going to be struggling environmentally and uh, economically, be wanting to travel faster to do nothing. Mm. Because the economy will need to be localised, it will be locally sourced food, locally sourced as much as you can. I think that's really important. When we've had onlocks, I've only tried to use, and I'm not exaggerating, of course we've had stuff delivered when we can't get it uh, locally, but I've tried where, and the, there'll be shopkeepers and people go, yeah, yeah that's fair, Ed has actually made yeah. sure that he's coming and give me his business. As you know, I didn't really want to drink all those beers when you were on luck that time. You remember how you had said, Ed, you, and I said, oh, okay, if it's going to help you, you're going to help you all drink one more. Okay, Lindsay, Christ, I wouldn't normally do this. I'm quite shy and um, I've got my figure to watch. Or is it my figure to wash? Maybe I should shower more. Anyhow, are you going to, I couldn't understand, can you just answer me this one thing? You know when there was that brilliant idea that if you had a Scotch egg, mm. plant-based one for me, a scotch egg, you could have a beer. Why didn't you, you didn't open again? No, and that was the hardest decision to make. But um, I went with it, and in hindsight, I'm glad I did, yeah. because it would have meant more stock lost and stuff, because it was only for a few weeks, wasn't it? And then we were Oh, yeah. I mean, but, you know, yeah. I tried and I tried, and, and I was just so concerned that all the other pubs in town would be open but us, but luckily they weren't. It was... Um, I wasn't looking forward to to those moments of explaining to maybe an elderly gentleman that's drunk in my pub for his whole life yeah. um, that he couldn't have his pint of ale unless he bought some food and he said, well, I'm going home for my tea later. Mm. Um, well, give me the food. Give me the food. See, what well, I... Can I, I just... I think it just yeah. goes against what my pub yeah. is. Yeah. We're, yeah. A water, we're a watering hole. Yeah. We're a back row boozer mm. full of great ideas shared and, and great art. And to turn it into a restaurant was just pushing it a little bit. Yeah, I think I would have gone, stretched the envelope in a different way. I would have done this. Okay. You know um, the wonderful minis? Yes. Right. So I would have got them to make mm. really beautiful, because let's face it, mm. they are fantastic uh, food, right? Really good, plant-based, I have to insist, uh, <laughs> for the environment and for the well-being of all mankind and the animals. Uh, a little... A, li a little scotch egg type of thing, yeah. you know, right? Yeah. That you got given with every drink. Now, what you did with that, if you were clever, you, you wouldn't go home for your tea because Mike Minnie's food is exceptional. Yeah. But you, you could, we, could, we could have collected them, we could have given them to, mm. to Leonard, or we could have put them around to my house. But I just think there was a slight... I can get... I, I People understand going what you're home with sacks of yes. scotch eggs. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Do yes, that's right, ludicrous that is. <laughs> Do you know how ludicrous most of this whole scenario yeah. has been? Now, I can't blame 
No. Boris Johnson, because unfortunately he was sent away uh, as a child and probably never recovered. And, and there it affects, and particularly if you go to a sort of a private school and you're dislocated from reality, you probably aren't very good at going, oh, okay, uh, what do we need to do? I was, I was planning to uh, just give my mates some contracts to build stuff, and now they're expecting me to do something which looks quite dangerous. Mm. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go around and visit as many people as I can and shake their hands. No, Boris. No, no my lovely lad. No, my lovely boy. Keep away! Stop touching people! Stop touching them! They're on top of the, me just thinking it was a ludicrous thing to do. Yeah, there, there, there was background financial stuff yeah. that would have shifted things, oh, you know, yeah, just by really. reopening. Yeah. I was you, just you, being you, selfish. You lose a percentage of the grant, and, the, and then you take everyone off furlough. That's it, and then you have to pay everything. <laughs> For a pub that's yes. a quarter full. Yes. So. Yeah, no, I totally, I was possibly, A, yeah. being a little bit selfish there, because Two of the things I could have had there was Mike Minnie's food. Yeah. Yeah. And your lovely boozy. Did you see yeah. where I was going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just Which is thought. why it was so difficult because yeah. I, I didn't want to upset everybody, but. Oh, but you could upset me from a distance. In the end, it was the right decision yeah, because it was a few weeks oh, and I would have had another cellar full of beer. Full of beer, yeah. That I've got to drink. Yeah. So, when will you know? What will it need? What sort of information would you need from the government or anyone else, for that mm. matter, to restock, restoke, and, and refire up your engines to get to open the boozer? When, when, when do you think you're going to know? Well, we've got the map now, which is important. Yeah. And because um, before the map, it was like, what is going on? Is this just life now? Yeah. <laughs> do you know? Yeah. And it was really bringing me down. But to have this map set out, um, I've got something to aim for. I will need probably two weeks before that date just to know that it's definitely going to happen mm. and then I order my beer in okay. and if something happens in the meantime I'll just refuse the delivery <laughs> and denial knowledge <laughs> but I didn't order that Have the landlords and uh, the breweries been fair? Have they been supportive? What's that sort of been like? Um, I wouldn't say it's all doom and gloom I mean I did certainly have to pay you know rent but then to a pub company that's got thousands and thousands of pubs if every one of them stops paying some sort of percentage of mm. rent, then I guess they go under and then my partnership wouldn't be there. So yeah. I, I don't really, I'm not sure. But yeah. um, it's, it's been a tough old road. But, tough old road! <laughs> Sorry. But I like to maintain a healthy relationship with my partnership with the brewery. Yeah, you know? of course. Of course. And, um, and really, it's such an unprecedented situation. They were trying to do, they were trying to yeah. do their best. Yeah. Everyone was trying to do their best. Absolutely. So, Absolutely, and, we, and we've seen how, how some people's best um, resulted in over 100,000 people dying. But, you know, yeah. some people's best is, is yeah. different, isn't yeah. it? It's, um, bless them. Anyhow, so, any time that you know, as soon as you know you're going to put it out there, we'll definitely put it out there, that's open. We'll do what we can to get the 21st people that specifically we know that you utilise the old road as artists. And it is artists as well, isn't it? Yeah. There's, there's poets, there's photographers, mm. Tom about still. Um, yeah, comedy, comedy, um, music, of course, but all manner, isn't there? That's the fantastic yeah. thing about the old road. Is there are all manner of interesting people, yeah, from all different demographics, all different age groups, and they all seem to. I'm getting five hundred. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. But no, that's not weird. There's 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 a recipe there yeah. which you, you guys are embroidering throughout it. Mm. You know, even even your pool room is is an art gallery in a way, isn't it? It's mm. like a, it's quite interesting. It's local artists. Well, Harriet, as you can see, we we we, we liked your brand so much, sir. Yeah. We got Harriet to um, to do the front cover for Melcy's 
single, which is not a bad thing, is it? She's right. a lovely thing. And this, see, this here, again, local artist, this is Alex Moran, Stroke Walkers. Uh, this is the workshop piece, because this, when we open, is go we're going to have art workshops. And you know that all her lovely exhibitions there. Yeah. Um, so you're busy, because I'm asking on this thing, what, what's the first thing you're going to do once lockdown opens? And the mm. amount of people that said, find me and kill me, like, is it unfriendly, <laughs> unfriendly and unnecessary? Uh, because it's mainly these two here. It's mainly, and I, if he's listening, Ashley, your son Louis yeah, is getting very aggressive behind that mask. I know what he's thinking, because I can see it twitching. It's, I, can, I can just almost lip read the hateful words coming out of his mouth. I'm only joking, I'm not joking. Right, what is the first thing you're going to do besides open the pub, besides the thing? What do you want to do? What's the thing? What do you want to do? Um, I'd like to go to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> With my friends. Okay. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The owner uh, <laughs> of one of the best pubs in Chippenham, Wiltshire, Wants to go to a pub. Do you mean your own pub, or do you mean someone else's <laughs> well, pub? Just one where there's people. Okay, okay. Preferably I'll mine. I just come downstairs. That's all yeah. I want to do. Get downstairs yeah, and see people. Yeah. Okay. Um, gigs. I'm a, a prolific gig. I go to I gigs know. all the time. Sometimes two a week. You know. And yeah. And you put on brilliant gigs. Too. Yeah. You put on fantastic. Anyone that hasn't checked this out, if you mm. like live music, and it's every sort of music. You have your French sessions. You have your like at the top of the list. <laughs> yeah, no, but they are. It's yeah. such high. It's it's yeah. too hard to explain. I know why my mates from London come to your visa. Yeah. Because on any random evening, you can have fantastic folk instrumentalists practicing or doing a session, but it's an informal thing where they're just doing it. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. That's been going on for years. Beautiful. You have the French evenings. You have the dancers. You have the, mm. the, the, the. It goes on and on, and it's like, how big is it? Would you say the whole the whole space that you've got to, including the gut, the wonderful garden? How, how big is it? I've got feet. I'm not. Sure yeah, it's mad, isn't it? It's not that big. It's, not it's that always big. packed. It's big enough to, to have a comfortable time. Yeah. But the gigs, the the bar, the, the, the garden is a it's phenomenal. Yeah, it? it's phenomenal, and that might work in our favour come April. You know. Oh, yeah, crikey, so, mate, I was going to say, yeah. I actually yeah. stayed up late last night buying fairy lights and up lighting for the trees. I want to make it the most ethereal experience. It's already an ethereal experience, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I want to make it, I want people to come back and go, wow. Well, Do you know? Yeah. And okay. feel well, special themselves. So I'm, that's I'm my plan. Oh, I'm rolling the hands now. Wow, that's a great idea. Yeah. Okay, so, so there'll, there'll be a relaunch pre, hopefully, before yeah. April, uh, before June anyway, June. so we can start eliciting support from yeah. your, your great community to do stuff because we're going to have hopefully um, all things being equal, you know, with great support of, of, of Chippenham Town Council and stuff. There's some, there's some great people. I've got to say it. People, you know, you hear me. I, I'll criticise things when I think they need to be criticised, but I also want to praise and um, big up the good bits that are going on. There are fantastic. Look at look at the bits that we can be really really proud of in our community, right? Look at the areas of our town, just if you chip them around the areas, all the different towns around Wiltshire. We're blessed. We're blessed. Mm. I don't know who by because anyway, it's another story. But we have great facilities, so we could potentially have 
the wonderful John Coles Park, all sorts of, because uh, it's a, a, a school day as well, so we want to do workshops for primary school children yeah. to do all sorts of uh, nature trails around the park, yeah. uh, nature bingo. We talked to the wonderful Will Tidmarsh, who's a, who's a really brilliant community member. We always talk, if there's any issues or non-issues, mm. talk to him and his staff, they ask me, we, you know, we'll, we'll walk through, we can talk about anything and try and get things resolved, get a lot of good support around that. Moncton Park and various venues, yours being one of the key venues. So, everybody, this is the wonderful Lindsay Elliot. I was going to say straight in the middle of it. Great musician, a great, a great, sorry, all right, Lillian, see, he's dying to turn the camera off, and rightly so, yeah, rightly so. A great musician, a great hostilia. That's not right. I keep forgetting the words now. I think either I. That's a word that could be yeah. to it is it's wrong, yeah. 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 Let's just say uh, uh, owner of a great boozer, mm. community boozer, and a fantastic musician. So on any level that you I've said musician twice, but you know, it's worth checking out twice. A great place, and I'm so glad to see you, buddy. Yeah, no, thank I'm you for looking inviting forward. me down. Oh, you're joking. I needed it, man. I yeah, well, it. I needed it. It's funny, I've been thinking about it. Yeah, bless. So, yeah, every, well, let's hope yeah. everyone else can check out the social yeah. level positivity. Ladies and gentlemen, Keep safe, keep positive, and keep on keeping on. Thank you. Thank you. Spinning at a thousand miles.